Welcome to another episode of Everyday El Dorado. I'm your host, Deanna Bond, and I'm here to share my perspective on the fine art of living well every day in El Dorado. John Shallard of the Shallard Group came to El Dorado to hold a workshop and visit with business owners who attended his destination boot camp in Colorado. The reason I'm in El Dorado is your community uh, sponsored a group of business owners to come to our Destination Boot Camp out in Colorado as part of our community reinvention program. And your community is an e-community associated with the Network Kansas program. And so they brought a group of eight business owners out to our class in Colorado. I'm now here to do a workshop and consult with each one of those businesses individually. Some people ask me, you know, how did you get into this destination thing? How did you get into teaching businesses become destinations? When I was 28 years old, I was um, actually a high school English teacher. I taught high school English, health, PE, drama, girls basketball, track, and football. Did I tell you guys that when you guys came to class? I don't think I did, because that would have really, really put a whole downer on the whole thing. Like, why did we come to Colorado to learn this from a guy who was a high school English teacher? Um, <laughs> health, health and PE, that too. I was in a little small town, and you do kind of everything when you're a teacher. And when we had our second child, all of a sudden we realized, you know, I can't pay the bills being a high school English teacher. My first salary was $7,800 uh, for a year. And so uh, we ended up... Um, uh, so I said, you know, what are we going to do? And um, somebody said, you should get into sales. And I said, well, I'm going to need to sell something pretty easy because I don't know if I can survive in sales. And so the first thing I sold was Smurfs. You guys ever remember Smurfs, a little blue? I didn't tell you guys that either today. Yeah, Smurfs, I sold Smurfs and stuffed animals, which was great when you had small kids because you'd bring out like samples and people would get really, our kids would get really excited. I'd bring teddy bears and Raggedy Ann dolls and Smurfs and, and stuff like this. So I was selling Smurfs for 16 months. And then what happened is Hallmark Cards um, saw me um, going into Hallmark stores selling these, this product. And long story short, they ended up hiring me to sell Hallmark products to Hallmark stores. And I thought, well, that's, got, that's a lot easier because they need our products. And Hallmark's based out of Kansas City. So they sent me, I was, I was born in Wisconsin and, and grew up in Colorado, but the first place they sent me was Huntington, West Virginia. And I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to Huntington, West Virginia, but it's right at the Kentucky-Ohio border. So they said, we're going to give you all of uh, eastern Kentucky, where the Hatfields and McCoys feuded and uh, Loretta Lynn was, and we're going to give you all of southern Ohio, and we're going to give you all of West Virginia, and you go call on the Hallmark distribution there and, 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 and help them grow their business. And I said, well, what's this place like? And they said, well, it's a river city. You're going to love it. It's a river city. You ever lived in a river, next to a river? I'm like, no. You know, oh, you're going to love it. And I said, anything else I should know? They said, oh, there are a few challenges. You know, a few challenges there when you get there. And what I realized when I went there, they had a 28% unemployment rate in the area they gave me. All right? And yeah, so it was like a little bit of a challenge because I have no retail experience at all, except selling 16 months of Smurfs. And I'm walking into these retailers who are struggling and they really need help. And, and they would say to me, you know, what do you think we should do? Well, I'm 28 years old. And so, you know, at 28, you just kind of say stuff. And I, I remember I said to one retailer, I said, look, we're not going to go after the 28% that don't have jobs. We're going to go after the 72% that have jobs. And they named a process after me called the Shallert Method. They rolled it out nationwide for a new product rollout. Now, how do you make a business in an area when the economy either goes down or, for example, the 
uh, maybe the population isn't high enough or the income levels aren't high enough. How do you make a, a business still viable in any place? And how do you pull people to it from a greater distance? I, I, you know, I used to think that the only kind of destinations were retail stores. But you can be a restaurant, you can be a service business, you can be a professional practice, you can be a, a historic site, you can be a museum, you can be any kind of thing that's trying to attract consumers. How can you become that kind of destination that a customer says, that's the only place for me? The first places that really embraced this were downtowns. But you can apply this to an internet site. You don't even have to have a physical location because the same way that consumers create uh, uh, insistence and say, that's the place I'm gonna go, we know exactly how that happens, all right? So this process is what I teach, and this is, a, this is your class. Your community um, sent a, a group of business owners and a coordinator to our class in Colorado to learn this entire 14-step process. And so for two and a half days, they went through this process with me and, and, and went through and learned this entire 14-step process. And then I come here, and I've been consulting one-on-one -on -one with them. Did three businesses yesterday, and I'm going to do five today. So that's part of this, this community reinvention process. And, and um, Jordan, you can explain at the end a little bit about you know, the e-communities and how the funding worked. It's, it, it's a pretty fascinating program that really the state of Kansas is, is, has like one of the leading small business program funding sources of any, any state uh, in the union, which is really, really pretty incredible. What was your biggest takeaway? Taught me this, and we put this into practice. We were playing too small a game. And these are the words that I, I like to you know, emphasize with business owners. These days, so many businesses in small communities are playing this really little game. And they're just servicing their local communities, which is fine, but there's so much more you could be doing. And so if you're interested in that, you know, reach out to Jordan. Maybe someday you guys will bring another group back to the boot camp. We'd love to have you. Or if individually you want to come out to the class, you can come out uh, individually. But, you know, these days with all the competition we have and consumers being so much tougher, you've got to play a bigger game when it comes to really making your business one of a kind and really standing out. So Jordan and all the group from Eldorado, I appreciate you guys all coming out. It was a lot of fun group. Mayor Vince Haynes shared how and why he joined the group attending Destination Boot Camp as a community coordinator. Destination Boot Camp. I found out about it through an email from Susie Carson, the chamber director at the time. Last spring, she sent out that, uh, that I think it was Network Kansas offered um, an opportunity for however many that went up to, up to maybe seven or eight, I don't remember what the number was, but uh, Destination or Network Kansas was funding it. And I, my response was, if this gets momentum, I'll go to sh and I'll go as mayor to show support. Because I think if, if we have a full, uh, a full group of people go, I wanna go so I can hear what it is, because I'm interested in making sure the downtown stays viable. It shouldn't think about it as only downtown. Whatever, whatever a business does that wants to, to make a difference, I wanna see what the city can do to help that. That's my position. And as it grew in, in interest, uh, Susie called me midsummer and says, yeah, they've got, they've got all but one, they have one left and they're holding it for me. And I thought, oh, well, it's time, to, time to, to honor what I said I'd do. So I went and I did, I really did go just in terms of the mayor, what is this thing? I knew, I kind of knew a little bit about Destination Boot Camp, and and it was uh, about strategic planning, kind of crash course strategic planning, and and what's it mean to to have a destination business, and, 
and uh, so I wanted to see if there was show support and and then also see if there was anything the city as a whole could do to, to support anybody trying to do that so that was my interest and of course being a business owner myself uh, there uh, there was certainly something for me there to learn there too um, my takeaway was to not think small um, so much of the examples and the success stories that John talked about even look like they shouldn't have been successful outside of their own community, but they were. Um, so, so don't think small. And as, as Wichita has a regional conversation, the Project Wichita discussion, and, and as this whole, this whole South Central Kansas begins to think of themselves as a region, we gotta not think about just El Rio. So uh, that was my takeaway out of that. And then as it gets outside of the region, uh, all the better. You know, I will always recommend um, strategic planning. That's something that we do in this in, my, in our firm on a regular basis. It's a chance to step out and evaluate how you're doing and figure out and, and think about how to do it better. So strategic planning helps you set goals. So that's what that that a lot of that was about. The other thing that was good about it was hearing about hearing resources that are available that we didn't really think about. Um, social media being so support, so important, and uh, to learn a little bit more about what that is, and what is how powerful it is, is, is uh, that was a good takeaway for me out there too. But I knew it was, I know it's powerful, and we use it. But wow, it it it's exponential if you do it right, and exponentially the other way if you do it wrong. <laughs> but but. Uh, uh, no, and I would always recommend, if there's a chance to go again, I would always recommend, uh, and that doesn't even matter how old your business is, really. You know, for example, this firm's been around since 52, so there are new things to learn. If you, if you think you're, there's not, then you're stale and stagnant. But, uh, no, I would recommend it. I really would. Jordan Buxton, Director of El Dorado Chamber of Commerce, identified the program that allowed for the chamber members to attend Destination Boot Camp. Um, so we were able to send these businesses to this business boot camp that was put on by John Schallert um, through our partnership with Network Kansas and our e-community loan program. Um, with that e-community loan program also comes education um, and John Schallert is one of their certified programs um, that we have selected to encourage our businesses to implement skills and new resources to only further their successes. So we sent um, eight different businesses and chamber members here as an additional membership benefit. Deer Grove, um, Hashtag Handmade, Walnut Valley Packing. Uh, we also sent um, H and Company, um, Haley from Bear, uh, Charlie's Appliances, Sam McVeigh was the representative, Graphic Arts and Mayor Vince Haynes, um, Caitlin from Bruco, um, and also Erin from the Next Chapter Bookstore. Destination Bootcamp attendee, and owner of the Next Chapter Books and Novelties, Erin Moore, shared how she became involved and what's next for the bookstore. I'm a member of the chamber here in El Dorado. They had it all set up in motion before I joined the chamber for this group from the community to be able to go to Destination Business Boot Camp. And um, so right when I was getting a hold of Vicki saying, what's going on? Somebody else had dropped out of the group. And so there was an opening and she said, well, by the way, since we're talking, you know, do you want to go to this um, boot camp thing and 
it, it was great. It was a huge opportunity for me. But part of the community group going is that we all go and, and have that two and a half day training with him there. But then after we've come back to El Dorado, we have four once a month um, conferences, phone conferences with him. And so he's been conferencing with our group and, and doing that over the phone. Um, we've done two of those so far. And then the third component is that he comes here to El Dorado and he comes and visits our businesses and says, oh, you know, this is great, but what about that? And could you change this? And, you know, kind of just goes through the place with us and looks at it with, with that destination business mindset. So many things I want to do, so many ways I want to improve, um, and so many opportunities. I mean, starting your own business is terrifying in its own way, but it's also just this big blank palette. This, you can do anything you want with it, and you can go any direction you want with it. And, and John kind of helped us kind of see some of that and see how we might develop that. Uh, well, I'm working really hard to develop a good calendar of events for us. So um, one thing I hear people say a lot is, oh, there's nothing to do in El Dorado. And so um, I want this to be a place where people can come and be, and I want to provide those events for them. So we have um, maybe 10 different events that we're hosting in January. Um, every Saturday has one or two events going, so we're, we're pretty full, we're pretty busy. Our Maybe our biggest event in January is on the 29th, which is Kansas Day. We're doing a big Kansas Day celebration, so we're going to have an author who is local and has written about a local figure and, um, well, I guess has compiled the writings of a local figure, and so she is going to debut her novel or her book here and um, do a signing and a reading and we'll have a food truck here that night and from four to seven is the overall event time um, on Tuesday the 29th so we're really excited about that event. At the next chapter we're open nine to six every day that we are open we are closed on Sundays and Thursdays. So I'm here with Tabitha the chairman of the Holly Frontier Western Celebration. So how is planning for the festival coming along? Good. I think we're moving along. We're going to have some forms out pretty soon for everybody to fill out for the vendors for inside the festival gates and the ones at East Park for the Arts and Crafts Fair and the Kids Corral. So we're pretty excited about that. That was a big deal last year. Uh, we also will have the Miss Frontier forms up and ready. And so we'll be encouraging girls to get signed up for that. Where can we have people go to find these forms? They'll be available at FrontierWesternCelebration.com um, by the end of the month. Okay, so if someone's interested in registering for Cornhole or the Arts and Crafts or to be a vendor or to enter the pageant, they just need to go to FrontierWesternCelebration.com. Yes, and go to non-arena events for those things. Do they need to mail this in or bring it with them the day of the event? How does that work? We'd prefer they mail the forms in. Uh, if there's a payment that's necessary, for example, the Miss Frontier pageant and the uh, cornhole tournament and any of the vendor forms require a payment. And so we'd like you to mail those in ahead of time if possible. That way we can get everything set up for the day of. Okay, great. And I guess when is the uh, Holly Frontier Western Celebration this year? This year we will be on August 8th through the 11th and the pageant will actually be on August 4th. It's a Sunday, so we'll be Sunday at 3 p.m. that year. Okay, and um, so last year the pageant was held at Butler Community College. Will that be the same place this year? No, we are actually going to take advantage of the new Performing Arts Center this year and that's super exciting because it's a great facility and we're excited to be a little closer to downtown this year. Fantastic. Okay, well, thanks for, thanks for joining us today, and we will look forward to hearing future updates as the year progresses. And again, if you're 
interested in learning about the Holly Frontier Western Celebration, please go to FrontierWesternCelebration.com or you can uh, look up the festival on Facebook at Holly Frontier Western Celebration. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. So that's it for me here on Everyday El Dorado, but keep an eye out and an ear open for your source of information on the fine art of living well every day in El Dorado. Have a great day. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Oh, Elder Radio? Oh my goodness, isn't that clever? Are we going to have a radio station? Yeah, we already have one. Give up on my way home.